0: The Merry Beggars at Relevant Radio present Episode 8 Three Spirits
1: Scrooge fell upon his knees and clasped his hands before his face. Again, the spectre raised a cry and shook its chain and wrung its shadowy hands.
2: It is required of every man that the spirit within him should walk abroad among his fellow men and travel far and wide, and if that spirit goes not forth in life, it is condemned to do so after death. You are fettered. Tell me why. I wear the chain I forged in life. I made it link by link and yard by yard. I girded it on of my own free will. And of my own free will I wore it. Is its pattern strange to you? Or would you know the weight and length of the strong coil you bear yourself? It was all as heavy and as long as the seven Christmas eves ago. You have labored on it since. It is a ponderous chain.
1: Scrooge glanced about him on the floor, in the expectation of finding himself surrounded by some fifty or sixty fathoms of iron cable. But he could see nothing. He trembled more and more.
2: Jacob, oh, Jacob Marley, tell me more. Speak comfort to me, Jacob, comfort. I have none to give. It comes from other regions, Ebenezer Scrooge, and is conveyed by other ministers to other kinds of men. Nor can I tell you what I would. A very little more is all permitted to me. I cannot rest... I cannot stay. I cannot linger anywhere. My spirit never walked beyond our counting house. Mark me! In life, my spirit never rove beyond the narrow limits of our money-changing hole. And weary journeys lie before me.
1: It was a habit with Scrooge, whenever he became thoughtful, to put his hands in his breeches' pockets... Pondering on what the ghost had said, he did so now, but without lifting up his eyes or getting off his knees. Scrooge observed, in a business-like manner, though with humility and deference,
2: You must have been very slow about it, Jacob. Slow. Seven years dead and travelling all the time. The whole time. No rest. No peace. Incessant torture of remorse. To where did you go? Where in my life my spirit did not venture. You travel fast? On the wings of the wind. Oh, you might have got over a great quantity of ground in seven years. You might have gone the whole length of...
1: The ghost, on hearing this, set up another cry and clanked its chain so hideously in the dead silence of the night that the ward would have been justified in indicting it for a nuisance.
2: Captive! Bound and double-ironed, not to know that ages of incessant labor by immortal creatures, for this earth must pass into eternity before the good of which it is susceptible, is all developed, not to know that any Christian spirit working kindly in its little sphere, whatever it may be, will find its mortal life too short, for its vast means of usefulness. Not to know that no space of regret can make amends for one's life's opportunity misused. But you were always a a good man of business, Jacob. Surely that was enough- Business! Mankind was my business. The common welfare was my business. Charity, mercy, Forbearance and benevolence were all my business. But your business, your trade, financed many a poor house. The dealings of my trade were but a drop of water in the comprehensive ocean of my business. Mankind was my business, neglected and abused, afraid and in need. My business was beyond the walls in which my spirit was shut up.
1: It held up its chain at arm's length, as if that were the cause of all its unavailing grief, and flung it heavily upon the ground again. Scrooge was very much dismayed to hear the spectre going on at this rate, and began to quake exceedingly as he began to apply his words to himself.
2: At this time of the rolling year I suffer most. Why did I walk through crowds of fellow beings with my eyes turned down and never raise them to that blessed star which led the wise men to a poor abode where there no poor homes to which its light would have conducted me? Hear me. My time is nearly gone. I will, but don't be hard upon me, Jacob. Pray. How it is that I appear before you in a shape that you can see, I may not tell. I have sat invisible beside you many and many a day. Truly, Jacob, you've been here since your death? That is no light part of my penance. I am here tonight to warn you that you have yet a chance and hope of escaping my fate. A chance... And hope of my procuring Ebenezer. You were always a good friend to me. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you. You will be haunted by three spirits. Is that the chance and hope you mentioned, Jacob? It is. I think I'd rather not. Without their visits, you cannot hope to shun the path I tread. Expect the first tomorrow when the bell tolls one. Couldn't I take them all at once and have it over, Jacob? Expect the second on the next night at the same hour. The third upon the next night when the last stroke of twelve has ceased to vibrate. Look to see me no more, and look that, for your own sake, you remember what has passed between us. Remember what has passed between us.
0: Thank you, dear listener, for joining us as we listen to Mr. Charles Dickens read A Christmas Carol on the Christmas Eve right after it was published in 1843. Tune in tomorrow to hear Mr. Dickens read the next installment. We'll all be waiting for your return. Have a blessed Advent and a happy Christmas. We'll see you tomorrow. Do you want to hear more stories that bring joy to your family? Go to the merrybaggers.com and click donate. There's a link in the description to make it easy. Your donations make all our future shows possible. And if you're enjoying this show, help other families discover The merrybaggers Beggars by leaving a review and sharing this podcast. It really helps. God bless everyone.
1: Come back tomorrow to the MerryBeggars.com to hear Episode 9 of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol was adapted for radio by Peter Atkinson and Buzz McLaughlin. The narrator was performed by Peter Atkinson. Charles Dickens was Zubin Painter Eddington. Ebenezer Scrooge was Scott Lynch Giddings. And Jacob Marley was performed by Morris J. McNicholas. Sound design by Teresa Ambot and Kevin Conroy. Sound engineering by Kevin Conroy. Casting and production was by Peter Atkinson and Michaela Elise Fox. Singing was provided by the Lincolnshire Relevant Radio Staff, the Choir of St. Peter's in Volo, and the Merry Beggars Ensemble. The Merry Beggars is the entertainment division of Relevant Radio, bringing Christ to the world through the media.